0: really need to navigate off this reject shop website which i'm looking at at the moment wait as in the reject the reject shop website i'm looking in the career section just oh, man, a, this is amazing so it has loaded right it's a picture of tyson vickery <laughs> wait is it saying that you could be ty vickery tyson vickery yeah yeah, yeah. That seems that's, true. That's a surprising career choice. I mean, it feels true though. <laughs> if I really tried, <laughs> I need West Coast to stink again. Not that they ever like it's, they've never really truly stunk in their history, which is also offensive. But that theme song has been, that victory song has been played, that like, club song has been played way too many times. Oh, can you imagine if that got played at the grand final? For a neutral fan, it's not great. The halftime, the, half, the halftime entertainment should just be footage of people in foreign countries listening to that song and asking if (laughs) they feel inspired (laughs) can we have that be the next tourism australia ad no 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 that's the next (laughs) oh yeah yeah, we can get on that i'm sure i'm sure well they don't they exclusively recruit from wa i really no i have to cut all of that conversation unfortunately because they are who i am looking for (laughs) at the moment literally just can't talk about them it's extremely bad what if I said no also working for them it's actually the, the, what it's if... pretty much the same what if I said that it had the dual effect of yep can't say that either none of that <laughs> Hello sports fans, welcome to the Cellar Dwellers podcast, a podcast dedicated to the best of the worst of the Australian Football League. Uh, My name is Sam, Uh, I'm terribly excited about how well Carlton performed this weekend, and I'm joined as usual by my co-podcaster, Chris. Chris, say hi. Hello, I'm less excited by how
1: Carlton performed this weekend because um, in in a Cellar Dwellers first, I had to see it.
0: You journeyed uh, a long way from home, you travelled far, you travelled wide, and by that I mean you left Brunswick and made it all the way to uh, Iconoclast
1: Park. (laughs) Yeah, in Parkville, the bordering suburb of Brunswick. Um, And you watched watched a a NAB challenge? I watched a NAB, I finally figured out what a NAB challenge is. What is it? um, And it turns out that's that's ordering enough food to
0: feed 18,000 people. Uh, uh, I couldn't. I wouldn't know how much that is. I'd probably get like what four, four chips. <laughs> Maybe three. I don't know. I'm, ve- I'm very bad at planning. Three and hope Jesus shows up. Yeah, shout think- out. Oh, I hope Jesus shows up. I reckon you would play for Carlton. Give him a run. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
1: <laughs> you get He's a called. He's, well. called, hey, think, he's think- called. He's called Jesus, and he's from your new uh, recruitment area.
0: Well, I'll talk about the game just quickly because uh I watched it on my phone uh while I was simultaneously watching uh the greatest regular season basketball game I've ever borne witness to um, so I was paying I, I attention,
1: watched but- I, I yeah I watched a preseason game in glorious widescreen and what what is actually quite a charming ground once you get past the um well once you get in it's uh I'm
0: I'm not sure that it's fire rated but, uh, the, it, <laughs> looked, it looked glorious. A, it was it was a, it was wonderful to see uh, mm, football mm. at at Princess Park again. Um, although now well, they now thought I notice, it was
1: wonderful too, because one of the things that they did the entirety of the game, every time there was a little bit of a break, is they would throw up past highlights from Princess Park.
0: That's ex- um, uh, my only memory from the one time that I saw a football game at Princess Park was seeing. Uh, Adelaide Crows legend Tony Modra takes several spectacular marks over whatever <laughs> was passing for a Carlton uh, defender in those days, which I believe was in the Matthew Allen double contract era. Um, <laughs> a re- real fine moment in the story. Are they allowed, of the to, talk, are they allowed to talk about that? Um, well, Apparently not. You'll find no records of it. Uh, the mm. game itself, Carlton was um, uh, what's the word that I'm looking for? Turgid. Uh, in in particular, uh, mm. there was a wholesale inability to move the ball from defence to attack, and that was particularly problematic considering the ball was seemingly always in our defence's fifty <laughs> or going <laughs> over the heads of a defender. Um, yeah, was it well, was it
1: Whitering who 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 nearly topped
0: your list of possession getters for the day? Uh, he was he was good. You know, uh, I'm a, I'm on the record as a skeptic about um, drafting a fullback at number one overall, and whether or not the expected return on that is going to be um, uh, enough, can, especially considering you look at who Essendon drafted at pick six, some Prince Charming chap who seems to rack up possessions and has good foot skills. Um, mm. We have enough of those guys, though, apparently. Just none of them were playing in this game. Uh, <laughs> yeah, so you were lacking Walker,
1: Gibbs, Murphy. The uh, cripple. But the cripple. The nipple cripple wasn't uh, playing. Yeah, and that's the most uh, But important. But you know who was playing? Cellar-dweller fan favourite, uh, Liam Jones. Oh, um, it was good to see him out there. Oh, uh, uh, wasn't it good? Because Liam had a fairly amazing stat line. Um,
0: for it. Look, it's pre-season, so you've got to think these are empty stats, really. A lot of players rack up a lot of goals. You saw Collingwood's yeah. 11, 11, yes. 11 goal quarter in, uh, in so, you know, uh, uh, I wouldn't 13, be surprised. 13 you. goal quarter. 13, 13 goal quarter, sorry. Uh fact checking always the strength of this podcast there so <laughs> so so, is, so how did, how did Liam overperform this time? Yes, Liam overperformed
1: with um what must be one of the better uh stat lines I've seen in the history of the game um so Liam had one disposal
0: um <laughs> which was a handball. he had zero percent disposal efficiency. So he missed or, his handball. Yeah, yep. Yeah. Um, with two assists. Uh, so
1: sorry, made, two, with uh, with two possessions. Two possessions. So he grabbed the ball laid, twice. Once he, he hand past it to um, No. One. But wait, it gets better. Yeah. Right. So he laid one tackle.
0: Oh, that's forward pressure. Um, that's what you want, in the monkey. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. It was inside forward fifty. So don't you know? Don't go too hard on him.
0: Um, but then two clangers. So, of his, two... <laughs> of his two, of his two possessions, both were clangers.
1: Yeah, um, and also had a free kick on him. So <laughs> that's
0: uh, it's very hard to do worse than that. It's it's
1: got to be like the only way you could do worse. I'm actually less less certain of this now. But my initial reaction was maybe he would have done worse if he didn't touch the ball. But I feel like a turnover and a free kick against. Um, better off. Yeah, it sounds just, a lot like uh, a
0: hole in the ball. I mean, I didn't, I didn't see it. Uh, uh, I didn't see it during my my half attention to this match. But mm. look, so he's not great. Uh, on the other hand, though, yeah. uh, watching the broadcast, there was a bit of a profile on our number ten overall draft pick, uh, Harry McKay, um, who's you know a center half forward, full forward type. Um, he's you yeah. Know, so that's quite, that's the his, that's the Lockie Henderson replacement, right? The the Lockie Henderson replacement. Um, and then they brought up this graphic, they were bring up this graphic, these graphics throughout the match um, about sort of the athletic profile of the various draftees and who their, um, who their AFL comparison was. And sometimes it's quite interesting, you know you've got people uh, you know Ruckman being measured up as uh, possible Todd Goldsteins and the like, and that's that's quite interesting in terms of like oh um, you know no one no one even close to someone like Nick, Nick Natanui, but that's that's quite interesting. Um, Harry McKay's athletic comparison. Uh, uh, was that he play is projected to play like James Podziadly. That's not bad. Number 10 over great. At, when you think of J-Pod, mm. do you think mm. dominating athlete?
1: I think premiership winning key forward.
0: Yep, second in forward. A, in, a
1: pre, in a premiership that Tom Hawkins won effectively on his
0: own. Yes. Uh, so, sort of second, second string, <laughs> second string, second string forward is apparently what Carlton can get with a a, a number ten overall yeah. draft pick. Uh, I'm glad. Interesting. I'm glad that I'm pretty sure that was the Troy Menzel pick, uh, who was just weaving some magic for Adelaide on the weekend. So that was really good to yeah. see. Yeah, uh, really yeah, really good to see. Now, um,
1: to go back to the game itself, I've got yes. I've got um, a couple of highlights here. Yeah. So, uh, what was the game like? To... The game was look. It's like all NAB games fairly low intensity, but the bombers were pretty hungry for the ball. Um and you'd suspect that's partially to do with most of these um players actually trying to get if not a if not a regular game for Essendon, um maybe a regular game for another club next season once Essendon's yep. other players. What we'll to prove at that in. club, it's it's good to mm, see. Mm, mm. Um oh, the Joe Danaher horrible mustache. Much maligned. Uh, he kicked one literally, actually, factually, out of the park. That That's, was, awesome. That's always good. That was pretty exciting, and I, I, I <laughs> want to know: Did Carlton have to pay a runner to go get that? Because it was a Carlton home game. Like it is collected by an ur- urchin. <laughs>
0: I believe that uh, just goes straight to
1: the urchins. It does. So many urchins in Parkville. Um, <laughs> average house price one point two million dollars. Uh, <laughs> the um. Um, one of them was uh, an Essendon forward line player who controlled a uh, Carlton defensive uh, kick out with his foot. It uh, it was in midair when he got it. Um, it popped up in front of him, spun around, and um, and and then kicked in a goal. Uh,
0: well, um, look, it was a bold bold strategy for them to bring in Lionel Messi as a replacement player, but I think it's going to work. Yeah, yeah, I think so. You've got it. To- um, and
1: hi- highlights for Carlton.
0: Um, they played Eiffel 65's "Blue" at halftime. Well, that's Hot oh, damn! Well done by Carlton. That is a it's uh, a confident move. 18,000 18, people at a, at a pre-season game between two clubs who are uh, pretty red hot favourites to come somewhere in the mm, bottom mm, four mm, um, mm. is a is a great turnout. Uh, says that there's there's some core fans uh, probably. Very core, cool, very proud fans, sort of the fans yeah. with tats. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah, they were up, very, perhaps...
1: um, I would describe them as intense. Um, as a neutral third party, it was an interesting game to see. A um, well, few people who were very passionate about their team <laughs> for a preseason
0: game. Had there been some people who'd been enjoying the summer afternoon? They had been enjoying a beautiful, beautiful sunny Melbourne a, 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 Sunday. Having, a, having a, co- a few cold drinks of the summer.
1: Yeah, yeah, they did actually sell out of cold ones um, at the ground. <laughs> uh, okay. Um, the, 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 other, the other thing I can say is that um, it turns out uh, we know what's in store for the Essendon players when they come back in 12 months' time. Um, because Ryan Crowley got a mark right at the end of the game. And uh, I think that's really when the Carlton fans decided to come to life because those were some boos. Those were some very, <laughs> very, very big boos. I, I um, think
0: there is nothing better than Ryan Crowley suiting up for Essendon. It's just oh, so, It's so a perfect so storyline, isn't and it? He's, and he loved it. He loved every minute of every being minute. back out on the field. Oh. It was spectacular. And, uh, you know, uh, I can't fault him for continuing to pursue his footy dreams. Uh, and I love the attitude that he brought to bear. There was a moment where he uh, absolutely crushed in the tackle some junior bitrate Carlton oh, player who yeah, gave away free kick after a number after of a people. Kick. Uh, yeah. And um, the Carlton player got up and was a bit mouthy and Crowley just served it right back up to him with just a smile on his face that said, I'm home. <laughs> and uh, that's what we I'm love to see. Uh, he's forward. going to have a... He's going, to be, he's going to be a, a – I hope he keeps getting games because he's going to be a highlight throughout the year as a man with nothing to lose oh, playing for man. a club that's got nothing to play for. Um, yeah, exactly. And, and also, uh, let's, let's recall, this is a player who,
1: as far as I can tell, his entire metabolism is based on the amount of hate he receives.
0: Um, that's right. He, it, it only makes him stronger. And yeah. he is going to be a, a bull of vitality by the end of the year. Yeah. All right, let's yeah. move on to the... To uh, now, the...
1: no, no, no. Oh. before, uh, oh. uh, one, one, yeah, there's a, there's a few comments to make. So many comments. Yeah. So many comments. Um, one encouraging thing to see was the, the presence of a, um, uh, a female field umpire. Oh, that's, of course, ground. That's well worth noting. Basically what the AFL has said is, no, women are fit to play our game if they play in the most hated position on the ground.
0: Uh, pretty much. Pretty much. Yeah. Uh, pretty much. But, but no, it uh, was good. You're it quite, was right. Good. quite right. Quite right. It was good to, was mm. good to see. Uh mm. and uh I think encouragingly in that respect the uh attitude of the players was all uh Oh yeah as yeah, one would expect and hope. Uh was all good. And I don't know about comments in the crowd or anything like that, but certainly the commentary from the from the Fox Footy commentary team was all um positive and appropriate, which was Look, in fact It is it is
1: in a North Melbourne, so I wouldn't read too much yeah. into it, but um the comments I heard in the crowd were overwhelmingly positive. So oh, I said, "A woman umpire? Oh, fantastic!
0: That kind of thing." So really, yeah,
1: um, yep, that was probably the big positive note for the day. That's
0: actually probably the best. That's probably the best highlight from the AFL this week. Um, yep. For to, to think about in a bigger context. Next up on the on the list, uh, Geelong Collingwood. Just as a as a brief comment on this, I know that you were caught up mm, in other matters. Mm, um, mm. A few a Sadly. few more notes, uh, Geelong. Uh, it was a uh, obviously a scoring explosion by Collingwood at one point and uh, <laughs> that midfield, once they add Adam Trelaw back in, uh, has the potential to be quite potent and Geelong's defence, you've got some queries, but it's pre-season, so the correct reaction is no reaction. Um, but really there's mm. one big story coming out of that game and that's mm. did Alex Fasolo pee into a cup while he was on the bench and the answer is definitely <laughs> yes. <laughs> wow.
1: That's, uh, that's, uh, bigger than, that's bigger than uh, Big Paddy's first game in the hoops, I've got to say. You heard it here first. That is a, that is a seller scoop.
0: Middle of, the, middle of the second quarter, Alex Fasolo uh, drops a towel over the lap, reaches for a cup, fiddles underneath the, t- underneath the towel for a moment, and the footage is unclear as to what he does with the cup, but I am fascinated. <laughs> that's, what I re- that's the question that's really burning. <laughs> that's the question. I want to know um, if somebody thought it was Gatorade. I mean there's a real risk. You know, you've got to think the Gatorade's in the bottom, but there's Gatorade cups there as well. That's uh, you know, some you've got to think the smell's gonna be a bit off, but you know, they hydrate a lot, it might have been clear, someone might have thought it was even water. Mm. But it's all to do mm. with the fact that uh Geelong during the refurbishments, the visitors' changing room where their bathrooms mm. are, is on the other side mm. of the ground to the to the bench. Uh of course yeah. the Geelong changing room and thus the Geelong team bathrooms are still on the same <laughs> side as the oh, of course. Um Geelong is very welcoming to outsiders. Uh, Alex, being a, a young man with uh, problem-solving capabilities, and knowing that in a modern game of rotations, it's, there's a real chance he'd be called on to be back on the ground in a, in a moment or two, he just decided to take matters into his own hands. He saw a cup to hand, and that's a, a practical lateral problem solution. I don't, I actually don't yeah. think that he should be punished for it. There's discussion. There's the AFL investigation, um, which I hope they're, I hope they're pouring over the footage like it's the Zapruder film, just uh, yeah. desperately trying to take a peek <laughs> under the towel thirsting after a glim- glimpse of Alex's pain. Uh, leave well, a I life. think
1: it demonstrates exactly the kind of characteristics that you do want um, in an AFL player, you know, comfortable with his body. That's right. Um, Knows how to think, put himself in.
0: Yep, and everything, think, if not right. on
1: his feet, um, on his butt. Yep. And, and um, really got a result for his team. That's put right. Team first. Team um, first. If he's, not getting, if he's not getting a sneaky little pay rise um, in the next salary negotiation just for that action... Uh, uh, I'd be very disappointed in the Collingwood management. Uh, I Also,
0: I figured out what a NAB challenge is. Do you want to know? Is it trying to pee in a cup? Yeah, <laughs> it is. <laughs> it is. Are we, it's I trying not, it's trying not it to is. get the
1: sponsor logos wet with pee while you pee in the cup.
0: Uh, can I can I just say I hope that there is a solidarity movement from Collingwood next week, and there's just multiple oh, players awkwardly fiddling with cups under towels next week they during, better, the, <laughs> during the match. Be just doing to, it. Just, uh, just to have it, uh, that be would be perfect. That I mean, would renew my faith in the Collingwood Football Club. Well, it would it would actually it would found some faith. Let's not say that it's there. Look, if anyone's capable of doing it, i would never put anything past Adam Trulaw. So. Um, <laughs> Including mm. a football, literally, like uh, including, including, including football, uh, on the field or off. Adam Trawler seems to be a, a highly prized recruit. Let's move on to the highlight of this podcast, though, and that's our mm. continuing mm. embracing of debate. The mm. what if teams were comprised of the thing their nickname is Bracket Twenty Sixteen. Last week, last week, as a as a, this has caused some controversy. Oh, it is a cause. Uh, it's it's a cause of controversy. It's it's got the people talking. Uh, I heard from at least one person about this this week, so that's a new record. <laughs> <Yeah>. um, <laughs> uh, it is extremely stupid. That The concept is simple. Uh, Chris uh, very helpfully created a randomised draw of uh, the teams in the league. Uh, those teams were then paired up in matches um, in an eliminator system, uh, and the concept is what if there was a football match where most of the rules were apparently suspended. Uh and there was the match was played out between the team's nickname, uh or more or uh mascot, however you want to term it. So uh we had a match up between uh the Collingwood magpies and the Western Bulldogs. That's a you then imagine that as a game between twenty two magpies and, and twenty-two Bulldogs um on a field and we decide, Chris and I being experts in this field uh decided mm. that the magpies have won. Yep. And that's binding. That's a binding decision. That's binding. That's how it would go down. Um That's that's uh that's in the in the history books now.
1: Look, I'm not gonna say I'm not gonna say, you know, that you should bet on these games, but um definitely if uh if and when the we- the Western Bulldogs and the Collingwood magpies meet
0: in the regular season, um tip magpies. That's right. I, I totally agree. That the, the spiritual boost that the Collingwood Club received. Mm. Uh, clearly helped them on to, against Geelong this week, and uh, we'll mm. see if they they uh, they can keep their momentum going after after their first round matchup mm. or after their second round matchup this week. Um, mm. So let's get straight into it. Uh, after last week, the Magpies made it through over the Bulldogs, and in the second round, they face uh, the tremendously triumphant Melbourne Demons. Mm. Uh, mm. Chris, for me, it's it's Not a close one this time.
1: Uh, No, not a close one. It's demons over magpies. Demons Uh, over magpies. Look, I I think we can reclass the demons as the Dark Lords, Dark Horse. Totally Uh, agree. Uh, Could not pray in my pentagram more about that. (laughs) Yeah, I think, um, you know, they've got all five points of the pentagram covered. Um, They're a powerful, powerful
0: uh, team, and they they will be progressing through the next round. Uh, There's uh, some crispy snacks to be had out on the field mm. uh with some mm. scorched magpies. Uh mm. even even not allowing for violence I think the demons would probably pick off the magpies to be honest it's, uh, it's, and it, but in the next contest it's a it's an interesting clash. Uh it's the Giants of Greater Western Sydney against the Bombers of Essendon. Uh Chris Chris your initial your initial thoughts. The, the Lions uh the Giants
1: last week um victorious over the St Kilda Saints. Um, and the Bombers in the most lopsided contest um, uh, we've seen in, until this round um, over the Crows. I, I think this is actually a, a relatively close one. Um, it is the weaker side of the bracket, but uh, the, the Giants um, up against the Bombers. I've gone to the historical footage and you may wonder, what is the historical footage? Well, there's a little movie I like to call King Kong. Um, and it's lucky I like to call it that because the director called it that as well. Um, and you will see some fairly telling footage, um, which which could go either way. Uh, it is a giant ape um, systematically destroying a number of planes on top of a building. And the, the question for you, Sam, is could the giants replicate such an act um, against the SNN bombers?
0: I, w- I don't want to rule it out entirely. And, and you've got to think if you're dealing with, you know, your Goliaths, your Cyclopses, Mm. you're you're beyond Mm. just big guys to really Mm. gigantic, you know, Nordic ice giant uh, type Mm. of creatures. Um, Then the other thing that the King Kong footage uh, and that the match study that you've done uh, really what the film tells us and the film study Mm. shows us is that there's also a degree of uh, uh, resistance to physical pain uh, Mm. and and damage that comes with uh, creatures of this scale. I think that I I don't want to I don't want to rule it out, but on the other hand, you've got to think the bombers and that this is where the bombers sort of tactical limitations come into play, and that's that 22 bombers seems like a great idea, but if you want to conceive it as you know the B-52, then it's really quite large. Their ability to deploy ordnance to the field is probably going to result in the destruction <laughs> of the goals, and you know then they're incapable of scoring. Uh, so if you go smaller fry, then are they able to really do? Uh, damage to
1: the Giants th- um, Now the, 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 the question I have About the Bombers is Given that an AFL goal Extends infinitely Up in the air Yes Surely they could just circle At extreme height Oh uh, travel too uh, far They'd be g- travelling too far
0: With, it, with uh, carrying the ball uh, too far mm-hmm. They've got to drop the ball From the sky Every <laughs> 15 mm-hmm. metres And have it bounce that's, back up That's a long game <laughs> It's a precise it's a, but it would be a precise exercise. You'd have to favor them you know at the bounce <laughs> <laughs> I've uh, I mean, got they're a significant a, advantage I mean, they've got and they've got a team speed advantage as well um, it's It's a close one it's a close one here um, but i actually, I actually think I'm tempted on the basis that the the planes are going to have to drop the ball that gives the giants an opportunity to catch it. Uh, I'm going to go with the Giants.
1: Yeah, I think um what we've seen over the last few years is an increased physicality in the game and, and if there's one thing that um aircraft lack it's physicality. So I'll I'll give it to the Giants as well. Uh,
0: congratulations Giants in what I would have thought might have been a conceptual upset, but uh when you when you really get down to it and when you know the game like we do it it makes it's the only choice that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah, uh, I agree. Heading over to heading over to Division Two um, we've got a, a fascinating strategic matchup, uh, oh. a real, a real. Flip Isn't this the to match the, of the round to the to the to the contest previously, which is the Geelong Cats against the Fremantle Dockers? Now, our faithful yeah. listeners of of last week will recall that we've just, we've penciled in the Geelong Cats as at best uh, large feral cats, uh, yeah. them being from yeah. Geelong, and that's sort of that's sort of how they're sort of bobcat sized, um, a country cat, a country a country cat. Uh, mm. You know, raised around dairy farms like Tom Hawkins. Mm. Um mm. the uh and the eyes the just Fremantle ever so slightly too being, close being, together. That's right. The, the Fremantle Dockers being uh weirdly enough, much like Tom Hawkins muling in the night. Um mm. the uh <laughs> the, the Fremantle Dockers being dock workers. Uh so we've got uh twenty-two burly men who belong to a union uh going against 22 large feral cats. Um, It's going to be a brutal contest. It's Uh, pretty, it's, I've got to say, um, uh,
1: there's going to be a a number of uh, injuries in this game. You would suspect.
0: Um, There's going to uh, be a lot of, of, there's going to be some real rabies injections going on after this one. Yeah. Yeah. So we've got big, big blunt stones against, against teeth and claws. Uh, Height advantage and, and ability to mark the ball and ability to, Move the ball, in fact, in an extremely conventional sense, goes to the dock workers.
1: <laughs> it has to, surely. But uh, uh, you would say that uh, um, speed and ferocity um, at the contest would, would probably have to go to the, yeah. to the cats in this uh, one. Uh,
0: yeah, and anyway. ferocity and ferocity in a way which is meant to be like a real deterrent, where you just start to go, I just can't be bothered <laughs> yeah. dealing with this. It's <laughs> just like, I think I it's like, going to hurt gonna...
1: I really think it's going to hurt me. Uh, anyways, anybody, to get... anybody who's trying to try and pick up a cat that doesn't want to be picked up knows exactly the fear that strikes you in that moment. Um,
0: oh, and, I'll recall yeah. sleeping sleeping on your couch uh, uh, mm, at your house, mm, and mm. your cat just charging out of the darkness and landing on my face, and yeah. I just wanted it to fuck off. Like I just yeah. there was I, my one single desire was for it to go away, and yeah. I pushed it and away. And that's a cat that through. does
1: that. That's a cat that does that out of love. Can you That's
0: imagine right. one doing it out of hate no or or trying to get trying to get something out from underneath the couch that so the cat really wants to possess it is going to claw the living daylight out of you and it just yeah. is going to piss you going to suck it's uh, going to suck it's going to so, suck it's it's morale it's morale sapping uh mm, so which way are you going the, Chris? the
1: question is does it suck enough to defeat dock workers now Australian dock workers um, can mobilize in force. Um, you, you will recall the, uh, the dock worker protests of the '90s. I think that um, the teamwork of the dockers would have to carry, have to carry the day. It's a team game. It's an endurance yes. game. Yeah, I think, I think they're through on that on that. I think, I that think they're
0: through, and sort of just holding the ball above their heads, as, as yeah. their legs and arms yes. are scratched relentlessly, yeah. bloodied, bruised, broken, furious. But through but with, the Fred Dockers, yeah,
1: yeah. All right, well, that brings us to our our last round, um, our last uh, match for this round, and uh, it's the 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 Eagles of the West Coast up against the Brisbane of the Lions, and.
0: The Brisbane deserves, of the Lions. The Brisbane of the, yeah, the Lions. Brisbane of the Lions. Yeah. I, I did not realise there was a town in the north called the Lions, but there you go. That's what.
1: That's how they go by now. Um, ah, okay, fair enough. I'd, yeah, wanna, I'd want. I'd yeah. if
0: I could live somewhere. I'd want to be. I'd want to live in Lions as well. Oh wait, no, we we did do that at one point. We did. We did do that. Yeah. Overrated. No,
1: I would suggest that um, if you want to live anywhere, it's not in Brisbane.
0: Ah, <sighs> oh, what a sledge. <laughs> <laughs> uh, as someone who feels the Canberra winter in approaching very shortly, I- I'm not sure I agree in full. But let's let's break this down then. Uh, a physical contest that's very interesting. Here you've got very big cats of what you believe are seemingly unlimited endurance, <laughs> capable of fast movement, aggressive, strategic, territorial. They bring mm. the right attitude to the game. They're ferocious. Uh, mm. They're scary. Uh, and on the other hand, you've got power and speed and flight and evasion, beauty, beauty pure inspiration, and uh, of of the Eagles of the West Coast. The matchup here is quite interesting. So if we think about how it's going to go in the middle of the ground, you've really got to think that the West Coast aren't going to try and mix it up in there. There's not going to be No, no, no.
1: There's not going to no, be a lot of they're, they're, going to be, they're a rebound team.
0: They're they're waiting for turnovers. You got to you, you really can't think that lions are moving the ball that effectively. They can pick the ball up in their mouth uh, and try and keep it ground based at that point and just slowly move the ball down the field. But uh, the eagles will harass. Uh, they'll scratch. They'll claw. They'll pick. Um, they might take a few losses on the way, but they'll they'll certainly uh, uh, frustrate the lions' movement. And then if they get the ball, if the eagles get the ball, it's over. It's out on the wing. Uh, it's going with speed and it's going for a goal. So what do you think? Is it possible in the modern AFL to ground grind it out up the middle?
1: Oh I mean Hawthorne's game plan says no. Um, no, I don't think you can grind it out up the middle. I think Yeah, that, I um, think I
0: think the West Coast Eagles turn into a bit of the Matt Knight's era Essendon. Mm, uh mm. All, it's all, all all flash, absolutely no defence whatsoever. And uh, there's going to be a little bit of defending from, from the Lions when the Eagles have to bounce the ball. There's going to be a little bit of pressure around the ball and, and dominance in the middle, I think, means that they're taking it up the gut. The Brisbane Lions take the match and setting up a fascinating matchup next week with yeah, the dockers yeah. who are just really pissed off about Cats at this point. Yeah, <laughs> they've had it. They've, they've had it had with it. Cats. Well, that's, that's, another, that's another round of the What If teas were comprised of the thing that their nickname is Bracket 2016. Mm. Uh, moving on to the next round this week, it's Demons over Magpies, Giants over Bombers, uh, Dockers over Cats, and, and Lions over West Coast. Well, Chris, it's, a, it's another exciting week of AFL football. It's another exciting week for there to be potentially terrible things to happen in the AFL yes. and and yeah we'll be we'll be paying attention to them. Um yeah and and
1: we're going to continue investigating what exactly a nab challenge is. Um we've got
0: Well look the 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 pressure is such uh, of a nab challenge is such that it appears to have caused t- trying to think about what a nab challenge is it's caused uh Ty Vickery to obtain a mystery concussion. Yeah. <laughs> just yeah. I think that's that literally just goes on the injury report as thinking too hard which is <laughs> Ty Victory has an economics degree, I think. Now he's now he's got a, a thinking too hard to the head. Uh, that's I think
1: the official uh seller dweller phrase for the rest of the season. Um, no more concussions, just thinking too hard to the head.
0: Close out this week then with uh my favorite tweet from an AFL player, and and mm. this week it's uh I'm gonna I'm just gonna single this one out here because it's glorious. Easton Wood. Mm. Uh, uh the Halfback, halfback. Well, known, well known for
1: his skill on
0: Tudor. Yes, he's a good Tudor. Um, Ask my girlfriend what she thought of putting Star Wars art in our house. Quote, I will leave you. And with that, we're out, listeners. Talk to you next week. <laughs> Bye. Two two fingers of ice cold burb. It's called a hopawadi. Yeah, I was, I was <laughs> waiting for that joke. I was just leaving. I was leaving the field for you on that one. I was, I was just ran a big isolation play for you. <laughs> out, cleared out cleared up the fifty, and let you go one on one with that material. And you delivered. <laughs> you know, you really went in with it. <laughs> like you thought, what is the simplest joke I could make out of this? I thought long and hard.